Hello, this is History Storytime with Sophie, age seven. That's me. And Ellie, age five. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. We like hearing about battles, dropping off heads, and kings and queens. I add in the funny bits. I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe. Jenna Gay from Scotland has two children who are eight and six. She asked on Apple Reviews if we could do one on Scottish history. I've seen Braveheart. Let's do one about that time. You can't trust Hollywood on history. It's a long story. Let's do it in three parts. This episode on how England conquered Scotland. Next week on how the Scots under William Wallace fought back. Oliver and his brothers Lucas and Theo would like that. They asked us on Facebook if we could do one on William Wallace. Then a third episode about how Robert the Bruce finally defeated the English. Let's do it. 800 years ago, Great Britain was not a country. There was England and Wales. And Scotland. England was the most powerful. It had more people and was richer. English kings spent most of their time trying to keep their French lands. Or arguing with the barons over who was in charge. You got a problem? What's the matter with you? Then came King Edward I. What was he like? He was very tall, so he was called Edward Longshanks. He was a strong knight. He loved his wife, Eleanor. Love that. When she died, he was very sad. (laughs) He built crosses in her memory. Like a Charing Cross in London, named after the cross he built. He called Parliament to listen to people's advice. He was also interested in King Arthur and held lots of jousting tournaments, like in our Jousting with the Royal Armouries episode. He sounds very nice. He killed all his enemy barons. He also expelled Jewish people from England and he wanted to rule all of Britain by the sword if necessary. Not so nice then. First he turned to Wales. Previous English kings had tried to conquer Wales but failed. But Edward succeeded. He killed the last Welsh princes in battle and by executing them. He built huge castles to keep the Welsh conquered. Now he ruled England and Wales. Wales has been ruled by English kings and queens ever since. That left Scotland. Scotland was more powerful than Wales. It was bigger, with more people and more mountains. And it was far from London. It was harder to conquer. Not even the mighty Romans. Had been able to conquer Scotland. And it had always been free of England. The Scots had their own king, whereas Wales just had a prince. But the Scottish king died. He left only a young granddaughter to rule. Then she died too. Oh, man! There were now 13 important nobles who wanted to rule Scotland. Come on! Rather than fight between themselves, 
They had an idea. I got an idea! They asked Edward I to help choose the next King of Scotland. That's obviously a bad idea. It's like putting a snake in charge of a hamster. Edward promised to be fair. Liar, liar, pants on fire. But Edward asked a terrible price. <laughs> he made the Scottish nobles agree that he would be the Lord Paramount of Scotland. That's not a real title, that's made up. It was supposed to make him more important than everyone in Scotland. And Edward made everyone promise to be loyal to him. The nobles all wanted to be chosen as King of Scotland, so they all agreed. They didn't think that Edward really meant to be in charge. After all, Scotland was his own country. They didn't know Edward, though. <laughs> of the 13 people who wanted to be king, there were two main ones. John Balliol. Hello! And Robert Bruce. Hi there! Edward and the Scottish nobles, like the powerful John Comyn, chose the new king as John Balliol. Thank you very much! He had a better claim to the throne than Robert Bruce. He was crowned King John. Two years later, Edward decided to invade France. Uh-oh! And he told the Scots that as they had promised to be loyal to him, they needed to help. This was not what the Scots thought was going to happen. They did not want to fight in Edward's army in France. Instead, King John Balliol and the nobles decided not to help Edward. They wrote a letter to the French agreeing an alliance with them. If England invaded Scotland, then France would attack England. If England invaded France, then Scotland would invade England. This alliance is called the Old Alliance. They had made a pinky promise to help Edward. I bet Edward was furious. He ordered King John Balliol to come to England to explain himself. When King John Balliol refused, Edward said, What a stupid idiot. If he will not come to us, we will go to him. Edward prepared his army to invade. King John Balliol summoned the Scottish lords to fight England. The Bruce family was still angry that they had not been chosen to be king. The main person in the family was now Robert the Bruce, who was 18 years old. He is a great Scottish hero. Later, he fights the English and gets Scotland its independence. But now he was so angry that he abandoned Scotland and joined Edward and his English army. Well, they don't teach that on Netflix. Edward asked him to look after the city of Carlisle. So the Scots attacked Carlisle, not because it was English, but to attack Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce defeated the attack. Then Edward marched north to the Scottish town of Berwick. Edward's troops attacked Berwick. The English then killed everyone. Thousands of men, women and children. Then English knights met the Scots in battle. The Scottish army was crushed. 
King John Balliol surrendered, but it wasn't enough. Edward had the royal symbols ripped from John Balliol's clothes. You are fired! He was sent as a prisoner to the Tower of London. Edward took to London the ancient stone of Scone, which all the Scottish kings have been crowned on. Every king of England and then Britain has been crowned on it since. The Scottish nobles swore loyalty to Edward. There was no king of Scotland. It had been conquered by England. Edward was now called the Hammer of the Scots. <laughs> but that's not the end of the story. Next week we tell the story of Scotland's fight back under William Wallace. We'd also like to share our new Patrons Club. We're still making free podcast episodes every week. Now we've got bonus episodes available too. You can access them by becoming a patron of History Storytime. That's like becoming a member. You can access extra episodes, choose an episode, or even join Sophie and Ellie and be in an episode. All the details are on www.patreon.com forward slash history storytime. The link is in the show notes to this episode. Our first bonus episode is already online. It's about the seven wonders of the world. The Great Pyramid of Egypt, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon and more. What they were, what happened to them and why they ended up on the list in the first place. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite.